You're listening to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I'm your host David Wolf, and I'm joined here by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week we bring you all the latest magic news as well as our tournament report and of course our deck of the week. Hey lads, how are you? Good. <laughs> just good Excellent. after being yeah. snowed in for four days that's all we can say oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's been good. weird it's been a weird time I kind of was going a bit crazy with cabin fever there yeah after a few days yeah, yeah. yeah. you're building these snowmen I did not loads of people on my road did though so yeah there was really a lot cool. of snowmen going around I made a snow cat nice because it was wasn't ours making a full man ever yeah. I, I, I trekked through the snow on Saturday to like Dunstores in Ramlines. Like, it was about to open with crowds of people outside all like mm. running in to get like food and provisions and bread and stuff whereas mm. I was just like pottering around while this chaos was happening I was just pottering around in the clothes section looking for summer clothes for Madrid <laughs> and, uh, I was like getting some shorts and t-shirts I don't think that's what the weather is like Actually, yeah the weather is pretty bad the forecast is bad for <laughs> next weekend so um, I need summer clothes anyway great yeah. um, so we are going to GB Madrid next weekend and um, we'll talk a little bit about our or this, this weekend, this weekend. weekend. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the next will, one. Yeah. The next weekend that happens is the one we're on to. That's true. That's very true, yeah. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about our preparations for that uh, in a little bit. And also we have a new logo. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Which courtesy of uh, Al's friend. Yes. Courtesy of uh, Paddy Ammerlink. Paddy yeah, he's a very good artist who does lots of work like this um, and we're all very happy with the logo it's yeah. pretty class you can check it out on our Facebook page yeah which we'll plug at the end yeah we have a Facebook page now yes new yeah Spansy. and we have a a competition to win a Glorybringer playmat signed or not signed whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever you prefer yeah. by each of us uh, and that's one of those Gleamio things which are just the best way to run a competition mm. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. So you just yeah. have to click a bunch of things and retweet stuff and like the Facebook page and stuff, and you'll get yeah. entries into the competition. Basically, yeah. 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 Well, you don't have to retweet anything. You just no? have to. Oh, okay. You just have to follow us on Twitter. Oh, okay. Well, that's and visit our that's visit our Facebook page <laughs> and visit our website. And that gets you three entries. Couldn't be easier. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Exactly. So yeah. there we go. Um, so I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna. It was. It was due to end. Uh, tomorrow at the time of recording, but today, if you're listening to this. Uh, but I'm actually we're going to extend it for another week uh, to give people more of an opportunity to enter. Yeah, yeah, like we literally just made the Facebook page and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You'll find the link on our Facebook page or Twitter. Um, that's our social media update yes. <laughs> for the week. So we'll talk a little bit about the remaining cards that were previewed from Masters Twenty Five, and then we'll go on to talk about our kind of prep. For the GP, mm-hmm. um, which kind of segues into the PPTQ that we yeah. played this weekend or the, this past weekend, uh, that'll be our tournament report, and then our deck of the week is going to be Kieran's deck for the for Ooh, the GP, for the GP yeah, yeah. legacy, yeah, the best format, <laughs> <laughs> legacy nonsense, yeah, yeah, exactly. Until I get Charbelted out on turn one, like every round, <laughs> yeah. Turn, yeah. yeah, turn zero for you, that's yeah. real nonsense, yeah. All right, so what do we think of the of the Masters Twenty Five overall? So I I don't remember exactly what cards we had talked about last time, but I know that like the Green Mythics hadn't been spoiled, <laughs> which turned out to be Master of the Wild Hunt and Tree of Redemption. Yeah, brilliant. Um, a few other cool things, of yeah. course, our Crew Fix, Island the Great Revel. That's one that needed a yeah. reprint. Yeah, 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 that that one will that will go a long way. Rest in peace. 
that was didn't really need a reprint to be honest. Yeah, it was a tenner. Was it? I think so. I it was like seven dollars or something. Yeah. Palia. Yeah, that is fine. Might have talked about that. Yeah. yeah, it means you don't have to play the promo one. Yeah, if you want them for cheap now. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do love that art. The, yeah. the original art. Um, There's some decent stuff out of Uncommon, like things like Curse Catcher, Simeon Spirit Guide, Simeon Spirit Guide, Street Wraith, Boris Charm, Pyroclasm, Cameras, Bolt, Red Element, Elemental Blast, Blue Elemental Rancor. The blasts are common, aren't they? No? Uh, are they out of, oh, I guess that would be terrible. They're uncommon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Swords to play with shares. Some some of them are really some of the cards are really nice just because they're they went with the whole like centered text, no mm, yeah. um no flavour text or reminder text and just with the, the M in the background is really yeah. nice as the yeah. as the uh, the watermark. Again, best thing about this set is the watermarks. Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, 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 it's yeah. So, so value, not so great. No, <laughs> Turns makes, out. Me, makes me sad that Bolt is an uncommon, though. I know, it's whatever, but yeah. Why? Because it's just always been a common. No, it's been uncommon for... Has it? Yeah. The last, like, few times oh, it's been in stuff. Masters, yeah. It's yeah. Uncommon. Oh, yeah, yeah no, it's just, I think it just should just be a common. In these That's sides. just for the um, for the limited environment. like. Yeah, just make it a common. Yeah, I let, guess. Let people cast lightning like, balls. I don't yeah, know. sure. It's yeah. a high-power limited environment. Yeah. So in terms of value in the Mythic slot, we're probably looking at... We're looking at Jace... Vendillion Click, Imperial Recruiter, Chalice of the Void, Chalice, Chalice Snaring Bridge. Bridge. Yeah. Um, what mythics do we have? That's about Animar, I guess maybe. Animar will be worth what twenty bucks or maybe, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, Click was what thirty dollars before or something yeah. like that. So it'll probably like that, probably yeah. go down to twenty or something as well. Mm. It's, not, it's not really played all that much. It's usually like a one over or two. Yeah, 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 exactly. It is. We have our land cycle. Our land cycle are the filter lands from Lorwyn. Yeah, which were, some of them were very expensive, but as people have pointed out, they're basically only expensive because they hadn't been reprinted, not because there's huge demand for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or not huge demand for them, but, you know, huge usability or whatever. Yeah. So the price of them is probably just going to crash, which is yeah. good for the people who want them, mm. but, you know, it's not exactly... It's not like quote unquote real EV in the set because like just because you know Fetid Heat is like forty dollars or whatever, you're not opening a forty dollar card. You're opening like mm, a yeah. seven dollar card or something now. Yeah, that's it's the yeah. new value. Yeah. Um. To be honest, the only one that I've ever seen played by anyone is Cascade Bluffs, and that's only because like you have decks that want to cast. Yeah, like Cryptic Storm or yeah. or Through the Breach or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they play it. The black-white one does get played sometimes as well. It was getting played in Eldrazian Taxes because it makes colorless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's modern. true, that's true. Yeah, so, we also have things know. like Pendlehaven and Rashad and Port. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we talked about Port last time. Yeah, yeah, Port, yeah, I mean, there again, whatever. It's like, the, I don't know, the rares seem kind of okay. As, as you said, there are there is like decent amount of value on commons. Mm-hmm. But like you only get 24 boosters in a pack, so you're only looking at getting what just over one of these uncommons per box or something like that that you buy probably less than one how many uncommons are there in this these type of sets i'm no, not sure exactly. Exactly. anyway it's like it's you know yeah. yeah you know it's not like you're getting two simian spirit guides and two ancient stirrings or whatever yeah if you mm. if you crack a box so. yeah not really yeah and yeah at the mythics it's like it's not the jace lottery but like that it's kind of it kind yeah, of is, I think it know? basically is yeah, like yeah. I mean if you get like a chroma a chroma tree of redemption doomsday you're pretty sad that's so bad like, yeah 
tree redemption. Like what is going on? What? Is that, is like, I think, well, that's a card. Could, that's a card that could easily be a rare. You know. Yeah. And, got, and like, I think from the number crunch, you knew there was going to be a green mythic beginning with T. Yeah. And then and it wasn't Tarmogoyf. A lot of people were expecting Tarmogoyf. Damn. I have no idea where where the decision for this came from. And like, I'm, I'm in the trap being such an iconic set. Um, that they picked probably the least iconic card out of it. Mm. Yeah, they know. did. Yeah, it's not Liliana either. Like Snapcaster. <laughs> Come on, like. lads! I mean, they could, they could have swapped Liliana with with um in well maybe oh yeah Liliana in in M seventeen with Tree Redemption to swap those two cards around, mm-hmm. and like M seventeen is still good because the value of M seventeen yeah. was very high, true. and this would be a lot better. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I think this set's awful. I think like, the, like uh, you know whatever about Jace, like people are saying, oh, it's not broken in modern era or whatever, and yeah, it hasn't been doing, hasn't been like destroying the format or anything, mm-hmm. uh, but like. I do now think that, like, they realized after Iconic Masters this set was going to tank just like Iconic Masters did, and that was yeah. probably a big reason for the, the Jace unban. Yeah, like, what if Jace hadn't been unbanned and he was just half or a third of the value that yeah. he was then? Yeah. This, this set would be, would be like, one of the terrible. worst sets ever. It, one of the, it would like easily the only, be the worst Masters set for Like, value. the best card would be Imperial Recruiter, but there's just no demand for Imperial Recruiter. Like, obviously, yeah. there's some demand, but, like... Not enough to justify the high price that it was at before. No, yeah, yeah. once yeah. it's reprinted, it's like. completely artificial. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not happy with this at all. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's actually much worse than Iconic Masters. I didn't fully understand the hate for Iconic Masters. Like people yeah. were saying it was bad value and stuff. I actually thought it was kind of okay. Yeah, it was very good yeah, medium was, as they go. I think. Yeah, yeah. But this I just think looks as terrible. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was like, like I think one of the big, biggest falls of Iconic Masters was just that it failed so much on what it was, what everyone thought it was going to deliver. Like this, this 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 set we called Iconic Masters, and it makes sense. Like, oh yeah, these are all iconic cards from Magic mm-hmm. Magic's history. Yeah. Um, but even then, so, I mean, then it's still, the value is still bad. Like, you know, why aren't the Mythics all iconic? Like, yeah, I didn't even know Tree of Redemption was a card. You know, <laughs> let alone a Mythic. Yeah. Was the other Tree Tree of Perdition? Was that a Mythic? I think actually yeah, was. I think it yeah. actually was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But that's in a standard legal set. Where exactly. You're paying four yeah, euro yeah. for a booster. Yeah. yeah, and it's very obnoxious. Yeah, to play against as well. In draft, yeah. So, yeah. Whereas, what does this one do? Exchange your life total with Tree of Redemption Toughness. Yeah. You tap is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So with Defender. All right. What, what combos do we have? Um, there's, there's none. No, there, well, there's a burn spell that does seven in the format. So, oh wait, that's a tree. Of, that's what well, Triska deck of Yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, want to? It'd be you though. Is your is your level? Yeah, so that doesn't really help. <laughs> tree of Perdition is the one that lets you. That lets you do stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your opponent's level. Yeah, I don't know then. <laughs> I just don't understand this card. Because I think it's. I, mean, like, I know. Um, I was off the top of my head. There was like uh, there was conspiracy had like. Um, conspiracy, conspiracy two had like limited archetype that was like the defenders and walls and yeah. the zero and like a high toughness. Yes, um, I but then, remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think and like it's a card like this fits into that because like it's a strange card that kind of makes sense at Mythic because it's just a, such a strange unique effect. Yeah, and it, and, it, it's, and it kind of is like the granddaddy of that archetype. Yeah. Uh, whereas like, so it would make sense if this is in, in in a limited set with that kind of archetype. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not. It's just yeah. on its we've, own. We've no grand supposed grand. to be representing Instrad. <laughs> I would, like just I a big it's, it's, tree. It's, That's what everyone thinks of when they think of it. It's cool flavor yeah. text, but yeah. I, mean, anyway, I think a yeah. great card to represent in would be like Invisible Stalker or something yeah. like that. Even something very simple like that should have been yeah. should have been in there. What's the one the the, the the big tower that makes all the zombies cost zero? The big tower that makes all the zombies. <laughs> Damn it! It's a <laughs> it's something. Ah shit! No, it's, it's no, it's gone now. It's like a it's it's. <laughs> 
I mean, it makes well, like I, don't, I don't want to talk about this set anymore. What are we? Doing? <laughs> it makes like it's on this zero. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I have no okay. idea. Yeah, it's good, but it's cool. Murder of Crows is in here though. Great. Yeah, or it could have been like Geist of Saint Traft or something. Either yeah, very glass. Right? Yeah. yeah, something exciting. Yeah, Olivia yeah. Darren. Yeah, we had that. Well, that was in the last one. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, right. this is this is terrible. This is All terrible. Right. People should not buy this set. No. People no. are not going to buy this set, yeah. I don't think. Uh, yeah, and like, I think I already said this, but I think the price of Jace is just not going to go down at all. It yeah. hasn't really gone down. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's going to sharply rise once people realize that it hasn't gone down. People are going to start buying them yeah. because yeah. they were waiting for this reprint. Yeah, people exactly. Like, yeah. Well, it's not going to be reprinted again for ages, so I might, I might as well, as well buy it now. And now it's just going to shoot. Yeah. 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 A couple of interesting things for Popper, like changes to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is actually interesting for Popper. Things like Cortisar. Um, yeah, that's a big upgrade. Frenzy Goblin, Hortling Outburst, Jackal Pup. Rooftop no, Experiment was a card I think of, by the way. That's rooftop Experiment, yeah. okay. Mm, yeah, kind of, uh, There's a Pillage. Bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's a couple of interesting things for for Popper, and we'll have to kind of see how that shakes out. Um, I have no idea. I do not have a handle on the Popper metagame. Not yet. I have, no, not yet. I have some Popper decks ready to go. Mm. Can't. Haven't been able to get to an event yet. But bring them to me. Yeah, maybe I'll bring them to the yeah. GP. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Play, play against uh, play against Jeff Daniels. Who's that? The guy who does the Tyrone University, Tyrone Community College videos. He's the professor. Yeah. Oh, okay. He does look that his name? like Jeff Daniels. No, you know the guy from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. They're the same person. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They, they do look very like. Okay. Them. Anyway, um, let's let's never speak of this set again. All right. <laughs> I'm not even going to drop the set review. No, I never won't yeah. drop it either. Do the next week for a card to card set review. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is going to be the first master set since I started playing again that I'm not even going to draft one. Yeah. Set yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like, yeah. like at the, at the very least, you'd intra- you draft most of them for just for like. Out of interest for yeah. for a bit of a laugh. Like, yeah, exactly. See what the draft yeah, format is like because yeah. it's usually good. Don't even care if the draft format is good. No. <laughs> um, Boycotting this product. Yeah, I can draft unstable if I want. Yeah. Um, okay, so preparation for the GP. Yeah, uh, I haven't done very much to be honest. Nor have I. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, like, I've been like I kind of been like watching videos and stuff yeah. of my deck. I guess I'll be talking about my deck later and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, suffice to say. It's not very interactive, and uh, I don't think practicing has really done me much good. I've done, I've done, I've done a good few hours. Oh, sure, it's be good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, also, I've been practicing online, whereas I just have to remember Chalice of the Void triggers in real life, which is mm-hmm. a bit different. Yeah. And have to remember to you know sacrifice my City of Traders. And one of the biggest hurdles to the deck is like remembering which one is Ancient Tomb and which one is City of Traders, because they look very similar. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the old border, it's like... Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't look at card art at all. Okay. Like, I have basically no idea. Like, for, like, cards that I've played in Standard for two years, you could ask me what the art is. For most of them, I would have no clue. I just sort of know the vague shape and colors of the art on the card. Hmm. I just right. never really look at the art. No way. Like, I played with Sylvan Advocate for, like, two years, and I thought it was a female elf on the card okay, and it turns out it's like a guy with a beard yeah. I only figured that out after it rotated yeah like yeah. Uh, what's your card in that deck um, uh, Grim Player is like his cloaks made out of hands yeah very odd but you didn't notice that well, yeah no I don't think I noticed that either no, yeah. Yeah. yeah well he's holding like a, a glove he's holding the glove but it's yeah. like it's, it's, it's like a cape made out of yeah. like gloves or flayed hands or yeah something like that well yeah it's creepy player. anyway yeah. 
But yeah, but that is actually... We should, we should do a test sometime. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah. actually a legitimate concern for me, is making sure I don't mix Obsidian Traders in Ancient Tomb. Just yeah. look carefully at your cards yeah, before exactly. you... I will, yeah, that's... I will. <laughs> I think I have that skill. Pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be aware of what cards are in your hand and, yeah. and that you, on the battlefield so you can play correctly. Yeah. Um, we did have a testing session with yeah. another team um, mm -hmm. for a few hours. Um, it was my first time using playtest cards... By which I mean... Sort of jammy proxies. Yeah, so yeah. it's like a thing. It's a. am not sure about the exactly the name of the service that does this. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a website, and basically you can plug in, let's say, 10 different deck lists, and yeah. they'll print, and then you they'll, they'll create a, a graphic for you, which you then print out and cut, and you just insert them into sleeves with, like, commons or lands yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they just have 10 different cards on them and they're color coded just the so, names of the cards yeah the names yeah. of the cards and in tiny tiny text they actually do have the costs right right and yeah, the yeah. and the power toughness if it's a creature um, but no effect mm. so it just has the names of the cards and so you're like okay I'm on deck number three which is um, mono red so I'll just I only look at like mm -hmm. row number three of the card names so it's very very confusing when you're first looking at it because you're like what cards do I have in my hand that I have <laughs> yeah. The Scarab God, and I also have uh, Bomac Courier, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and but I got used to it after a few minutes, and it was actually grand. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. if you do lose track of anything, though, it's very yeah. I think it's it's easy enough when they're in your hand because you can just keep looking at them. But then once you put something on the board, it's like okay, I have to remember <laughs> what, what's what's going yeah, on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the if if when they're color coded, it really really helps. So mm -hmm. if anybody's looking to do a lot of playtesting very, very fast, um, that's definitely the way to do it. It's not the best for, like, testing sideboards, I think, because usually when you test sideboards, I think you want to have, like, a load of cards and have, like, a massive sideboard. That's that true. You yeah, just, true. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't re it doesn't really fit that because you have to plug the deck, li deck lists in. Mm. Um, but, I mean, that can just be something that you do on yeah. yourself once you've yeah. decided more on, on, the, mm. on the deck that you want. Uh, so that was an interesting process. You guys didn't do that because you're kind of you're focused in on on your decks already. So there's no yeah, point in testing exactly. a wide yeah, array. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah, but I was more so kind of testing testing against a wide array of matchups uh, was kind of what, yeah. what I got out of it. And it was something that something that like, I think I mentioned on cast before was that uh, like against decks like it's just off, off the top of my head like Infinity is like a deck where. Like most modern players who've been playing for a long time know that deck really well, mm -hmm. uh, and because I haven't, I haven't been playing, been playing modern for very long. I know kind of the big decks at the moment pretty well, except Affinity, like a little bit less so than the rest. Okay. So kind of, so we just need to just jam loads of matches against Affinity and just know everything about the deck okay. and know what it does that. Um, so and then I was far more comfortable that matchup than after after jamming nice. a lot of games. Yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it'd be a lot of Affinity uh, this weekend. Why do you think that? Uh, so it's a, it's a big pet deck people have. I mean, yeah, it's always there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think it's a deck that, like, the people who've played it have just played it since Modern began, basically, mm -hmm. and they've just, like, held on to the deck, and they're, a lot of people are masters at it, so, like, for tournaments like this, where people are putting teams together, it's like, it's like, who's going to play Modern? It's like, oh, obviously I'll play it, because, uh, you know, I just play Affinity, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is true, that is true. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about, like, maybe just go through our actual choices yeah uh, we might have said yeah, it before yeah. already but uh, yeah we'll, we'll maybe formalize it yeah so um, um, yeah so the, well yeah we'll start with modern sure yeah so i'm on modern i'm on, I'm on, I'm on green Mactron, so there's something that i've been i was talking to you here about this last night like kind of how we're 
So I'm, I'm very locked into Green Lactron, uh, Swiftly, UE, want to exist. Something similar to UE, want to exist from the Pro Tour, where it was like a black sideboard, but kind of almost like a, basically a mono green main board. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think maybe last week or before I mentioned on on cast that like I can't see like there's lots of mono green doing do well like online, do well online and, and in tournaments, uh, but I can never really see what the advantage of playing mono green is over green black when mm-hmm. like in in green black you're not losing so much. You're, it seems like you're losing very little to get access to these like insane cyborg arts. Yeah. Well, what, what can you tell us about what kind of stuff you get? Uh, yeah, so like, like, like four collective brutality, like okay. collective brutality and totsies. So that's insane against like well, collective brutality is insane against your very bad matchup of burn. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. and I guess so sometimes it's pretty good against Marty Pyromancer as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's resolving one of them and getting the three for one is yeah. is yeah. like is, is enough. And um, Talties is good against Storm, which is also another bad, yeah, bad matchup. Yeah, bad, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, then, and then it's also it's also good against those decks that are bringing in. Um, well, it's all, obviously it's very good against like, against control, where you can just like go look look see if the coast is clear before you tap out for Ulamog. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's also That's very true. good. Yeah, and it's very good against them. Um, if your opponent's only holding like ceremony rejection, you can just like take it like for free essentially yeah. with, oh, with right, that because yeah. they can't yeah. enter. Um, because ceremony rejection does you know counter the rest of the deck. Yeah. Um, so that was, these are kind of so that's what I was made up. So when I was looking at mono green decks, I was like, "Would you consider Jurass over Totsies?" Well, I think actually Totsies is also very good in the mirror, where it's like you can just take that's true. So you can take reason why they, and yeah, 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 okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you, and you might if you just like, say play turn one, they might have like a hand that only functions because there's an expedition map in it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so it's, it's well, with that, you can take that with Jurass. Oh sure, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah, yeah. and then everybody. But then well. continues to be all right later yeah, on. Maybe yeah. if they're on, yeah, if yeah. they're on just Tron, yeah, and they have yeah. yeah definitely, hog. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah I was yeah. just thinking since you care about your life total a lot, and like that's, most yeah. of the cards you care about are non-creature that you're, yeah, that you're going to want to Thoughtsies. Maybe well, the matchups that you board Thoughtsies in, it's never going to. You don't care about that's true. Yeah, but if you had duress, then maybe you could board duress in against. Against more burn. stuff, but yeah, yeah, I don't know if you really want that though. So yeah, no, I think yeah, I think, I think you're getting better. that. Yeah, 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 and you're getting that dress. And then it's like, even furthermore, when you're bringing in like it's collective reality is you know, just instant sorcery, and then that works for when you do care about your life total mm-hmm. against burn. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, that yeah. sense. Um, so tell us about why monogreen right. tron. I think so. I think I think it is. So I think basically I think I was looking at it the wrong way in that the typical green black tron list has like black main board main board main board black cards like pale bush. Okay, and the mana base is like two forests and like. Three Lanaro East and kind of one made like one, mm-hmm. um, like uh, um, blue or blooming marsh. So and uh, those X because of the uh, because of the surgence of uh, field rune, like those X are completely disappearing because you can't you basically it's, it's so it, you're so unfavored against field rune when you only have two basics. Yeah. In your deck, yeah. so like so those green black decks, which is like the typical green green black deck, like that's why you're not seeing those anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. So whereas and then I think the reason why I was confused is because the, de- the version I'm playing, you want to have with this, is also a really atypical green black list. It's basically it's just mono green. Main board, yeah, and a black sideboard, uh, like one of the sideboard cards is a basic swamp, yeah, um, and it only plays two non basic color code, like it plays, I think it's the three basic forests and uh, one, 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 yeah, one air waste, one uh, under, under ground tomb, um, overground tomb, overground tomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I knew I was saying it wrong mm-hmm. before I even said that, overground tomb. <laughs> so, uh, you're, yeah, so, so it's so in a way, so and then and the mono green sign in for reference, mono green tron plays five forests, five basic okay. forests. So, so okay. like the difference between two and five, so two two basics in green black and five mono green. Yeah, that's huge because like you yeah. just run out of them very quickly. Yeah, when you're being uh, field ruined, whereas like three and you can go up to four. So in you when, with the list I'm playing, you're on three, and you're going up to four you main board, three main board, and yeah. one inside for those matchups. It's like you know, even if you have, if, if you have three in a main board, 
like you're you're very you're, you're a lot less likely to just run out of you're just you're not you're a lot less likely to flat out run out of basics of etch mm-hmm. uh, you're like you're, like you're hardly be getting field ruined like maybe like three times like mm-hmm. that's pretty rare yeah, yeah. whereas if it happens twice and you have two basics that's it you're 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 you're, you're basically dead after that, um, yeah. after a lot that. of the same decks have pack decks all as well so yeah. that's also yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. running out for that so I think it's so I think that was, so I, I was basically I spent the last kind of week or so confused like why are people not playing green black then the version of green black I'm playing is just like it's basically not green black mm. it's, it's yeah, you know, yeah. main board mono green and cyber black okay. and, and I think it's because this has it's like it's almost in between and has the best of both worlds so that's kind of why I'm pretty happy with it but I mean it's like you you did really well with that at the pro tour that was that's no secret and yeah. like Still on Magic Online, it is just mono green. Like yeah, people have obviously seen this list. Like you're not the only person who's yeah, yeah. seen you course, list, yeah, right? Yeah. So like, and like Owen wrote like an article about Tron after the Pro Tour, mm-hmm. uh, where he was like, "Play you his list." Yeah. So why aren't people playing it? Because maybe it's just that there's the different. The number of cards are different, or is it less than twenty? And maybe people are people aren't playing it, or just not seeing it. You know, that actually could be it. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, I think, and then I think that out. People might have just seen like say the two first results of of modern were green or mono green. And they and just people play that. like green back yeah, and that's, it's like confirmation yeah. bias, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like a lot of things have happened for that to be the case, but I think that is was it what's could, happened. Like, could well be, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the the, the still terrible magic online so league showing system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, whereas oh, like the, whereas like the actual green back lists with uh, fatal push in the main, those are more than twenty cards in difference. Yeah, but, but they're, they're just gone not out. doing they're well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think I we solved that puzzle now. I'm happy locked in to <laughs> locked to in. You're good on your green, green, black. Is there any is there any matchups that like you feel like you still want to practice before the yeah? But I was, I was, I was going to say Death Shadow was as well. Oh, we should jam some games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can but play I tonight if you want. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like you can go. It's like you usually you don't know. So it's like you don't know if you treat it like a mid range deck or control deck because you're bringing in ceremonial rejection. So yeah, so like is 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 good because I think I think this is one example where it's like you you want to get rid of counter spells. But you do care about your life total if you're being beat yeah. down early. So yeah, it's a yeah. weird one. Like yeah. game one, I think is sort of relatively close. Mm. Um, I mean, you have like the thing is like I have like six, like one mana disruption spells. Right, I got yeah. four thought seizes, two, two inquisitions, and then I have three stubborn stubborn denials as well. So I actually have a really good chance game one of like keeping you off early Tron. Yeah, but like a lot of the time you just get there. Mm. And the thing is in the dark as well. If I'm on the play, you know and I don't know you're on Tron, I'm just not going to play in such a way, like mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, maybe I do, I mean, you're always going to Thoughtseize in the dark, but if I don't have Thoughtseize, for example, like you're going to, yeah. I'm not going to keep up Stubborn Denial, I'm going to cast Serum Visions or whatever, yeah. then you're going to get to play your map, and mm-hmm. then that is very likely that you get, you turn three or four Tron. Yeah. Um. So I think game one is like pretty close, honestly, it's like, I, I'm not too incentivized to like tap out and just play like a turn two, you know, uh, Tasker or, or like Gurmag Angler or whatever, like to toss care of myself plus play an Angler because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just lose to turn three Karn then. Yeah. So you want to play a little bit slower and that's kind of like a balance you have to keep. Yeah. Um, Post board, I, I feel quite favored against Tron yeah. because people are, I I usually play three Ceremonious Rejections, some people play two and then you always have the fourth Stubborn Denial in the mm-hmm. board as well. So you're going up to six or seven basically hard counters yeah, against yeah. Tron. And you're keeping in, like, most of your disruption spells, usually I'll take out, like, an Inquisition or two Inquisitions, mm. just because it's so bad in the yeah. late game, whereas Thoughtseize can actually still be pretty decent yeah, against yeah, Tron yeah. in the late game. And then you have Colgon's Command is obviously an important card as yeah. well. Um, it's, like, probably less important than it used to be, because, like, nobody plays Spell Skite anymore. And, yeah, that's, and that true. was, like, a really good reason for to have Colgon's Command. But, like, it's still really good, obviously, yeah. against Tron. 
uh, like being able to destroy the worm coil engine is like sometimes your only path to victory. Uh, yeah. And then like you just ha somehow deal with the uh, the, <laughs> the damage half. Yeah, 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 I mean yeah. the lifelink half doesn't matter because all yeah. your creatures are bigger. Yeah. yeah but uh, you, yeah, you basically just have to you have to two for one yourself usually to kill mm. the main one and the death touch one. But worm, worm is very good. Yeah, luckily enough, Colligan's command is, is the two for one. <laughs> exactly. Already, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and then so yeah, I've also. I've also been bringing in Jace against Tron. Yeah, Jace uh, is pretty good. So, I, not all that many lists are doing this. I'd say it's about 50-50 at the moment, the amount of Grixis Shadow players who are playing Jace are not. Mm. Some people are playing one on the board. Uh, I've been playing two in the sideboard with a basic island in the sideboard. Again, like you, like yeah. you were talking about, uh, like... I'm only playing two basics in the main, and mm -hmm. like there is a lot of field ruin. There's a lot of blood red elf people playing Ponza and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, Path to Exile is like obviously really good against Death Shadow, so like you you end up getting those mm -hmm. out of your deck a lot with with Path to Exile. So it's nice to have the extra land in the board if you want to play Jace. Yeah. So I've been playing that a lot. Um, just like you have so many silver bullet cards with these ceremonious rejections yeah. against Tron that like uh, it's like you can usually find a turn where on five mana you can play your Jace and leave up Stubborn Denial or leave up Ceremonious Rejection and then you just start brainstorming and it's like it's really hard because yeah. you find a Snapcaster Mage then and when you have Ceremonious Rejection plus Snapcaster Mage it's That's like absurd, yeah. it's really tough yeah. for Tron to do anything uh, Thrag Tusk is really really good mm. against Grixis Shadow that's one thing I'd say yeah, I think others when I'm when I'm cyborg, it's like it's you're supposed to use every piece of the buffalo, so to speak. Yeah, uh, with Tractos, <laughs> it's like usually I, I kind of default to bring it in when I value the life gain because it's a life gain is just so absurd in, yeah. in so many matchups. It's really, yeah. really good. Yeah. And then, yeah. but then even though it's like I think in a fair matchup against Jun, it's just a two for one that, that you're you're just getting two creatures for the yeah. price of one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, yeah, and it's like I think I always value that a lot less because. It's it just seems less obnoxious when it happens, mm -hmm. um, but in the right matchup, it can be obnoxious when it happens. Like yeah, so, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So every it's, round of that will Yeah, it's really good against Shadow as well, just because like often I'll be knocking myself down to ten life or below. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then Thrag Tusk just does kill you in two hits. Yeah. So like, I can't really attack you with my Shadow because mm -hmm. I can just die on the backswing to a Thrag Tusk plus you having like uh, like an answer, yeah. you know, another creature or a Karn or an sure, Ugin or yeah. something like that. You know. Yeah, I see that. Like. So I think Thrag Tusk is kind of like a hidden MVP in that yeah, matchup. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure what I've seen apart from that. Like, Tron players bring in against me. Yeah, like Relic Regenitus. Is that like? Yeah, of course you're bringing Relic. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. Your I think it's Snapcaster Mage deck. Yeah, really Snapcaster deck and Angular deck. You yeah. have to be careful. I'm sure you know this, but like your sequencing uh, when you crack your Relic, it's like if. Like, you don't want to let me get to my main phase exactly. if I already have enough cards in my graveyard to play a Gurmag Angler mm. and it's going to affect the game badly for you. Yeah. Like, a lot of times online, people will, like, play their Relic. They'll have the mana up to crack it. I'll have, like, five cards in my graveyard and yeah. two mana. And then they just let me go to my main phase and I just delve away all my stuff and play the Angler. Yeah. And then their Relic is just so embarrassingly exactly. bad. Yeah, Whereas yeah. they could have just stopped me doing that. And, like, like you shouldn't wait for the perfect chance to use your relic because all you're trying to do is stall for long enough mm. that you get to play one of your big threats basically mm, yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like probably the perfect time to use relic is when they're when they're one mana off or one mana off or one like one land off or one card in the graveyard off and um, mm -hmm. playing um tasker or or my yeah it's like don't let them get any closer and that's always when I, i'm sure what happens to you you're like all right they have dreadful computers like praying that they let you go to your main phase. Yeah. And then when you do, you just feel like, oh, they just made a flat of a seat. Yeah. And if you do have to let someone go to their main phase for whatever reason, maybe you're holding up like O-Stone Mana or mm. something like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly what you'd be doing. But yeah. if they crack a fetch, 
then oh, yeah. always respond yes. to them cracking the fetch by yeah. cracking the relic. That is actually yes. pretty good, actually. They can't do anything in response, yeah. basically. Yeah. I don't know, and, like, them cracking the fetch is, like, them getting two mana closer to... to yeah, get exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, that, like, yeah. maybe they just want to, like, snap cast your thoughts, use you again, yeah. or something like yeah. that, and yeah. then they can't do it. So, obviously, be aware of what's in the graveyard, but that's a big signal that you could, should crack your relic is when they crack mm -hmm. the fetch. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But also, for the, for the Grixis players to be aware... If you have five cards in your graveyard and you have like let's say three mana on the board, just and you're in your just main don't phase, crack your fetch, just yeah, don't obviously. crack your fetch yeah, or yeah, core, play yeah. a spell, just delve and pay an extra mana. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, yeah. but I'm not out to, to help the Grixis players no. right now. Why not? Because oh, <laughs> yeah. it's all about <laughs> yeah. me. I'm the only match that matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's that's definitely uh, very important. And I'm sure these, these are things you pick up just from jamming out the same matchups over and over again, or definitely yeah. and this playing one deck over and over again. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's why I'm kind of I'm grateful that I am locked in um, on, on basically this, this 75 maybe for mm -hmm. some wiggle room on the sideboard, but. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm very sure now what the deck will be. Okay, so we'll play as many games as we can between now and now and then. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you want to maybe do legacy next, and yep. that can be our deck of the week, and then I can do. I can talk sure. about standard and move into the PPTQ from sure. that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Cool. So yeah, for as I hinted at earlier, for legacy, I think I said it on the podcast before as well. I'll be playing mono red sneak attack. So this is a chalice of the void deck, blood moon deck. Basically, it's mm -hmm. a it's one of a couple of shells. You can play Chalice of the Void in and Legacy. The most popular is Eldrazi Stompy, which pairs obviously very well with the Sol lands, the colorless lands, because you just have a million ways to, to get your Chalice out for one, and then also you're not really uh, hamstrung by the color requirements, obviously, because you're, mm -hmm. just, you're just playing Eldrazi. But uh, playing Mono Red, uh, you're very rarely hamstrung by the colorless lands either, because you just have 18 mountains in your deck and mm -hmm. Lotus Petals and seething songs and stuff so like your red simian is never simian spirit guides yeah red is never really a problem so the list i'm playing is a uh, four simian spirit guide four lotus petal three seething song uh as uh, fast mana along with i'll just explain the mana base first because that's yeah. kind of the more most important part of the deck yeah uh, so then the land base is four ancient tomb i'm playing three city of traders some lists play four and then i'm playing two crystal veins and i can't remember how many mountains ten mountains or something like that okay. i think so it's like 18 land total or something like that okay, I think yeah. uh, so basically you just have a million ways to cast Chalice on one so you're playing 4 Chalice of the Void 4 Blood Moon 3 Blood Sun so that's the disruptive element in the main deck you basically a lot of games if you're on the play game 1 you basically just always want to jam a Chalice or a Blood Moon turn 1 if yeah, you can yeah. mm -hmm. and if they just don't have a Force of Will in their hand the vast majority of Legacy decks just lose to a turn 1 Blood Moon, yeah, or a turn one Chalice. Like, yeah. there's just like I would easily say the majority of the decks mm. just fold on the spot. Yeah, like I've run into situations online where I play that and my opponent just concedes in response. Yeah, and then, they don't want to show you what deck they're playing. Yeah, yeah, and then they get to sideboard and you don't yeah. get to sideboard. Yeah, basically. that's pretty good. Um, so then for the so basically that's how you lock people out of the game, and then for the threats, it's called Mono Red Sneak Attack. I'm playing four Sneak Attacks. Seems like <laughs> seems like a good choice. <laughs> yeah, Makes uh, sense. yeah, four through the breach, uh, and then the creature package apart from the Simeon Spirit Guides, which don't often do much as creatures. Uh, I'm playing... But you never know. You never know. It's happened. It's happened. <laughs> I'm playing two Emrakul the Aeon's Torn, uh, three Gristlebrand, two World Spine Worm, three Inferno Titan, and one Spicy Combustible Gear Hulk. Nice. Oh, I love that nice. so much. Yeah. Which, you're always going to draw cards. Yeah, the opponent essentially has to let you draw cards. With Well, one really nice thing is it's another creature you can hard cast. Yeah. Because there's often situations where you just end up in top deck mode, your opponent has force willed all your stuff. Like you've blood mooned them, but you haven't gotten a sneak attack into play. Uh, and, uh, you know, and they countered you through the reach or something like that. Sure. And then uh, top decking an Inferno Titan 
is pretty nice, uh, although it's a little bit slow. Top decking a combustible gear hulk or sneak attacking it in when you top deck it, your opponent basically always has to let you draw three cards because the converted mana cost of your deck is just so insanely high <laughs> yeah. that like they can die from twenty by by Easy, bidding yeah. the cards. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's essentially just not a choice. Yeah. Like I've had people let me bin the cards and like lived afterwards, you know, they hit Lotus Petal, you know, land, land or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm just like, that you is... just can't make that choice. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. You have to just get so lucky because like, even if you just take 10 or something like that, that's just put you in Inferno Titan range. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're just dead. To just, just, Inferno just so Titan. people know what Combustible Gear Hulk is. Yeah. It's not I, the most Everyone big. knows what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is, it's, it's six a... mana, it's a six, six, has a first strike, it's an artifact. Yeah. And when it is a battlefield, uh, you're, your opponent can choose to let you draw three cards yeah. or put them in the graveyard. And if they put them in the graveyard, if they choose to let them go to the graveyard, then they take damage equal to the converted mana cost of the cards. Yeah, the combined converted combined, mana cost. Combined, yeah. yeah. So if you flip over, like, Emrakul, Whirlspine Worm, they're taking 26 or 26 already, and then yeah. you have a third card to go. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> and they shuffle your graveyard. Yeah. yeah, that's Blackjack, you know. <laughs> they shuffle your graveyard, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah that's the creature, creature patching that's the whole main deck basically yeah um, then in the sideboard the sideboard is kind of like it seems to mostly be pretty locked in people are most, some configuration of a braids uh, sorceress pyglass fairy macabre magus of the moons trinospheres and fiery confluences are the cards that I always see in the sideboards I haven't decided my exact configuration then I'm definitely, I think, I'm not sure if I'm going to play a boil or not. It depends if I can find one, because I don't actually have one. Okay. Uh, I'm considering how many Chandra Torch of Defiances to play, mm-hmm. both in the main and in the side. I think I don't think I'm going to play any in the main. I just don't think it's uh, really yeah. on plan for game one. Okay. Um, but I think I'll probably play some number in the side. Uh, and then Kozilek's Return gets played a lot in the side as well. So, basically, it's really hard to sideboard with this deck from what I've played with it because you just don't really know what to take out like mm. your deck is pretty synergistic mm-hmm. so I watch Jeff Hoogland play the deck a lot usually he starts by taking out Seething Songs okay. um, just because post board the games are going to be slower your opponent is going to have more counter magic mm-hmm. it's generally going to be a bad idea for you to like dump your hand into a Seething Song and try to play a turn one sneak attack or sure. something like that yeah, it's yeah. just not going to work nearly as often as it yeah, did yeah, yeah. in game one because they know the jig is up yeah exactly um, there's some decks where Chalice is bad obviously you take them out there's some decks where Blood Moon is bad you take them out mm-hmm. I've been boarding out Blood Sun an awful lot that's kind of a free like board out yeah type. yeah. Is because it... I mean this deck existed before Blood Sun was around yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. and now you just have three Blood it Suns it just slightly increases the consistency of your Blood Moons I guess I yeah. mean, they're not even well in some cases they're better than Blood Moon but it's weird, right? So, like, Blood Moon is obviously just a way, way more powerful card and how yeah. much it disrupts the game. But, like, on the play, if you turn one to Blood Sun, like, a lot of decks in Legacy are going to have, like, you know, like, five lands that produce mana yeah, and then yeah. the rest are fetch lands. You yeah, know what I mean? So yeah. it's very likely that, at maximum, they have one non-fetch land in their opener. Yeah. And that's without even thinking about if they play Wastelands and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, which are, yeah. is obviously... Not very good. I mean, it could be better for them under a blood sun yeah, <laughs> or a, a blood moon. Uh, but yeah, blood sun has been not great for me. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I, I went in thinking, yeah, you know how bad can it be? It in the late game, it cantrips, which blood moon doesn't. Like it's way better to draw one of these than a second blood moon if you already have a blood moon in play. Mm-hmm. 
but it's just been very underwhelming. It's so much worse when your opponent has gotten to make their first two or three land drops mm-hmm. than a Blood Moon is. Like, it just basically yeah. does nothing at that point. Yeah, uh, It's still been good for me against Miracles, where they keep all their fetch lands uncracked because of Jace. They just mm-hmm. want to keep it for Jace Brainstorms. And then, you know, they obviously just have to crack them all right away, and then Jace loses a lot of value, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've been boarding that out a lot. I just don't think the card is that powerful. I think there's a lot of matchups where even where it's good, I would probably take it out and board into Magus of the Moon mm-hmm. because it's like a very similar effect. Your opponent is always going to take out basically their bolts and fatal pushes because what does it do? And then, you know, Magus of the Moon is just extra blood moons yeah. that they can't remove essentially mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it does get grindier. You can bring in your Trinospheres. Obviously against Combo, you bring this in. against. I think against like a, a lot of the Delver decks, I'll probably bring in Trinospheres yeah. as well, even if they bring in a Braids still going to slow them down a lot. Yeah. And then I think when you turn into more of a prison deck, that's maybe when I can start thinking about Chandra bringing that in and stuff like that. Yeah. And maybe then I can start trimming on the sneak attack plan a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, take out... I don't, see, I don't know if I even really want to do that too much. I mean, you can yeah, put a couple maybe. through the breaches, you can cut an Emrakul or something like that. Then you still have these like red creatures you can hard cast. Yeah. Um, but basically the deck just lives and dies... On turn one, you just you just go for it. You just try and... Like, playing Chalice on one off an Ancient Tomb on turn one is really good because if you're on the play, all they can do is Force Will it. Yeah. And then you've two for one them, and then you very likely just have or will draw, you know, another Disruptive piece. Yeah. And they just can't keep Force Willing you forever, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like... The deck loses to itself a lot, mm. uh, especially with how much damage you take off Ancient Tomb. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of situations I've been in where I've gone down to 10 from Ancient Tomb or something like that, and then I've just died to a random creature on the board before yeah. I could actually mm. Emrakul them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not great, but when you have a good start and your opponent just kept a medium hand or a hand that's good against Delver or something like that, yeah. then they just don't ever get to play Magic. Yeah. So I feel like that's worth it. So the reason I chose the deck, one reason was just card availability. It's yeah. like much easier to put this deck together than it would be something with Jewel Lands. I didn't want to ask people to borrow Volcanic, Volcanics or Underground Seas or whatever. Like mm-hmm. online, I have a lot more practice playing Delver or Four Color Control or one of those decks, but uh, I just didn't want to borrow like thousands of euro worth yeah. of cards off people sure. even mm-hmm. if they would give them to me i just wouldn't feel comfortable with it yeah basically. yeah yeah just so the, the case yeah so i am getting a lot of help uh from people who've given me cards so shout outs to everyone who's helped me put the deck together um but i was able to source like a decent amount of it myself as well yeah. and i kind of knew i wouldn't be putting people out so much by like borrowing ancient tombs and city of traders yes yeah. you know they're not these must-have mm-hmm. cards basically yeah you know? yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope it goes well. Basically, I'm just I like I'm flipping a lot of coins with this deck. To be honest, you know what I mean. I think that's the way to go. Like if you're yeah. not like if you can't have access to what you really want to play, the best deck you should just play the most unfair deck that you find. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So that's the plan. Yeah. Just try and look yeah, at people. Sense. Yep, yeah. makes sense. Anyway, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, my matches are going to be over very quickly. Anyway. Yeah, so, you'll be able to give uh, yeah. give us loads of advice. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess uh, moving on to standard. Uh, we already talked last week. You were unsure then, kind of what you were going to play. Do you yeah. feel any closer now about what you're going to play? Slightly closer, yeah, but still not 100 percent sure. Mm. Um, yeah, this weekend really helped to firm up my my thoughts about the format. Um, so basically, yeah, I still don't know what I'm going to play, but Mono Red is at the top of the list. Yeah. Um, after the PPTQ this weekend, there were no Mono Red players at a 30 per- 32 person PPTQ. 
there were... And just to be clear, we mean like, I don't think there was black red, I don't think there was... Like, no, there was no variant, was, variant yeah. of mono red. The only, there was only three decks in the room with a hazard red in them, and they were all Mardu decks, and they all top aided. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were plenty of blue-black control players, there were like mid-range players, there were... We played against like Bant approach. There was a blue white approach deck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, tokens. What other kind of stuff? Tokens. Red green. There was a decent amount of red. Yeah, green. there was a few yeah. red green. So There's red green was what I decided to play myself, and I was very unimpressed with it. Very, very poor against like blue black. Um, just you have to tap out every turn basically for a threat, and then they just answer yeah. it cleanly with an essence scatter or a fatal push, and then into Vraska's Contempts against your Phoenixes. Yeah. Obviously, sometimes you stick a Phoenix, and then you just win, or whatever, but mm -hmm. it's not, not ideal against... If everyone's playing these blue-black lists, it's not ideal. And even even your sideboard plan of Carnage Tyrant, like, all these all these blue-black decks now have, like, two commit memories, so... Yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. and that's what you're bringing that in for, essentially. Yeah. Some people are even playing in the main deck, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, there's also the Naya list that was... The Arilax's list, I think he came 12th at the GP, or something mm -hmm. like that with it. Um, which I think is just strictly better than the than the red green one. Yeah. Just having the access to the exile removal is insane because anytime your opponent like struggle to survive was what I used at the BBTQ yeah. and it was terrible. There was like severe anti synergy of shuffling away your Kenras that are in the graveyard <laughs> that you're like happy to you're like Murfolk Brandwalker on turn two. Explore resilient Kenya Kenra. Okay, put it in the graveyard, great, I have one one counter. I was like, yeah, I can bring that back sometime later in the game. But then everyone's just playing Scarab God, so you just mm. have to use Struggle to Survive, yeah. and then you just shuffled away your camera. Yeah, so that, you ha that happened to me, it. and I was like, I was thinking when we were playing against each other, I was like, yeah. this is how I'm going to lose the game, because you have yeah. like a resilient camera and an Earthshaker camera in the graveyard. I was, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to be able to deal with all this. Yeah. And But then, yeah, you just had to, it's the only way to get rid of Scarab God, you just have yeah. to do it. So. Yeah, because if I didn't do that, then you would just take those camera. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, not great. Yeah. So, yeah, having an Ixlan's Binding or a Cast Out or whatever yeah. seems pretty attractive. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Ixlan's Binding is great right now as well. Yeah, it's, it's very, very good. Yeah, I, anytime you cast it, like I played against Bant Approach in the first round, mm. and he cast. What did he cast? He cast um, Ixlan's Binding on my Ronus, I think. Or, no, my Phoenix, yeah. And then, and then played Gideon's Intervention. Yeah. Naming. Mm. Glorybringer maybe or something like that yeah I was just like oh well come into this yeah come into the game <laughs> great yeah. I'll have to win with two twos or yes. two ones or whatever yeah um yeah so I wasn't impressed with that deck I just think that everybody's so into control right now in standard that mono red has to be has to be good again yeah there was also a mox challenge over the weekend and the first place deck was um blue white gift Mm -hmm. and I know Pablo was trying to convince me to play that deck mm. and uh, you know I've sworn to never register a charter course at a <laughs> high level tournament no I haven't really no. I, I would play Blue Eye Gift if I thought it was the best but I, I think it is definitely better than it was maybe a couple of weeks ago because a lot of people are cutting a braids mm. um, but yeah, that's true. I think if that's the case then I shouldn't play Blue Eye Gift I should just make sure that I'm playing four braids in my mono red list yeah yeah, yeah. so I think, is like, it? one thing, like, Gift is a slightly lesser-played deck, right? Yeah. And, like, at this GP, you're going to have a lot of people on Standard who don't play as much Standard as as you would get at, like, a singles GP, right? Where people are just playing the format. Do you think? 
I think so, and I think like you could get a bigger edge in this tournament, like playing a slightly rogue. It's not a rogue deck, but you know, a slightly less lesser played deck. Yeah, I think I think you have a much bigger edge doing mm-hmm. that than you would at a at a normal GP. It's not that good against control either, which I think there's going to be lots of control, and it's not that mm. good if everyone's playing four of Rascal's Contempt. Even if you get one hit in yeah, with your angel. that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it's bad against Rascal's Contempt. It's no. Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I'm not a big advocate for you playing Gift, to be honest. Like, I, yeah. think, I think I think you would do well on it if you played it, but I also think you'll do well on Mono Red if you register yeah. that. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just so powerful and just very easy wins. Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't know. I've always been, in the past, I've always been averse to like picking what I think is the best deck I'd rather try to metagame against the best deck mm-hmm. or play like that a kind of a rogue deck and I just no. don't think that's not the right. time yeah. Yeah. yeah there's the, there's definitely the time for it and to me I don't know like it seems a bit more attractive to me at like a tournament like this than it would yeah. at a normal GP but sure I don't know yeah I do, like I'm yeah there's also I'm not that pushed on it so. blue black mid range esper mid range which I took through a league the other night and I went 1-4 yeah uh, I like the Esper version because it was like you have Profane Procession and Ixalan's Binding um, which again match up very well with what's going on in the format Think something like Profane Procession very good against even blue-black control because if you can manage to get into a situation where they've tapped out somewhat uh, and you can just play that then it's very difficult for them to yeah. win because just it's an onboard thing mm. that you can just continue to exile their you know they, they need to win with creatures so yeah, you can yeah. just exile them uh, um I think the best place for Profane Procession is like Black White Tokens because it's the deck that can like slow the game down the most. Yeah. Uh, where it can take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And also, um, even if they bring in Naturalizers or whatever against you, you just have so many enchantments they have to kill. Or like yeah. Duresses, you know, they, yeah. like you're taxing them so much on these yeah. weird permanents. True. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's too much nonsense in that deck. I don't know. <laughs> you can't really get any more nonsense yeah. than it already is. But Not really. Yeah. yeah. And then, then I think I think like post board like uh, a mid range a blue black mid range deck or Esper mid range mid range deck would it it is become very long grindy against control deck and yeah maybe that's all you want to be doing yeah like, uh, yeah. yeah round after round mm-hmm. you just want to be turning hazards sideways yeah get throwing cards in your face mm-hmm. yeah. I mean I definitely don't want to play blue black control anymore because I think there's just going to be loads of people playing blue black control and I might just go to time yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, very very yeah. difficult to win those those uh, mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it would just drain you for the whole day like playing 8 rounds of that yeah, yeah. and then yeah. plus also playing against mono red is really really difficult it's a yeah, very difficult very matchup yeah. Um, yeah. anything else you'd be fine probably but mm-hmm. um, so yeah top of my list is probably mono red followed by either blue back mid range or esper mid range and then below that would probably be gift okay okay yeah, yeah. so that's what I'm thinking now yeah, I think it's obviously a different better game. If you think about how good Mono Red would have been like this weekend, yeah, um, would have been insane. It would have been insane. Bonkers, like it was. Yeah, it was like, if I played Mono Red, I would have won that BBTQ. I think no, it's very likely. <laughs> I think it would have. would have stood a much greater chance of top eight. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Than my terrible two three finish. <laughs> I came in at a slightly more respectable three two. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> I was one of those wins. Yes. yes. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I mean, God, it's such a big different. I was also 2-3. It was a big, such a big turn, dip, turnaround from, uh, from last, last time. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was the difference. Maybe I, maybe I brought this down. It was a really weird, like, the weird event. Like, having exactly 32 made the standings very strange. I played a lot yeah. of matchups that I, like, didn't expect to see. Yeah. Uh, it was just a kind of an odd tournament experience. It was, it was very good. I enjoyed the tournament a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 
So I mean, let, let's uh, let's kind of segue into that PPTQ mm. report. Um, sure. So yeah, thirty-two player tournament in Gamers World. Um, I went two three. I played Green Road Monsters. You guys. I played a blue black mid range, yeah, which I had never picked up the deck before. Yeah, uh, you handed it to me before the tournament. Yeah, and he told me, "Here's a deck." Yeah, <laughs> and I said, thanks. Yeah. Hot deck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but I mean, it was I played you know whatever Scarab God decks before. They're all the same basically, yeah. so mm-hmm. it was fine. So originally, I was going to play Esper mid range and give you mono mono red. Yeah, but then I audible very last minute to green red monsters. Mm. And needed some of those cards, yeah. so then I had to give you the blue black. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think we, like, we ended the last episode with you considering uh, green red after kind of going through the list and talking yeah. about it mm-hmm. and talking about what's in there. I'm so, glad you tried it. At least, yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, I, I played the back of Joel, which I had a ton of experience in, but uh, I went two three. Uh, I I think one of the things was when I I, I so from Crossland Online, I put the deck together. I had six, I had fifty nine cards, and I was going to ask you guys like I, I would space left. You know, it's like. I, I have lots of four ofs. There's not really. I don't really see what to add in unless it used to be a, a one of or something. So I kind of considering one of. I was looking at my cyborg plans. Uh, we well, I I, I ended up deciding on it on, on Doomfall would be kind of something that makes sense. I think I suggested this. I don't know. Yeah, if and then looking back, me for this. yeah, well, well, <laughs> it was. I, I was thinking. Of, I was thinking of either Doomfall or, or Bantu's Last Reckoning, which both has the same problems in that uh, game one. It's your only sorcery that you're playing. Yes, and uh, literally every time it was in my hand, it just caused issues. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then uh, it was. Yeah, then I, I ended up on two three, which is uh, a lot worse than my four oh one. Well, you you would have gone three two likely. Well, I got yeah, I got I got, I got my I got my first game loss. Yeah. Uh, all right, so this this is the story of my game loss. So basically, so start. So I don't want to blame Doomfall for it. That no, wasn't Doomfall's fault. <laughs> yeah. In, in in round so yeah, round one is playing against Grixis mid range. Uh, game one. So game one was just kind of very clinical, like just answering every threat. Uh, turn six, I uh, answered the threat by playing Gear Hulk. Then it was just four attacks and you win. So that was like, mm-hmm. you know, like the perfect game one against mid range deck, just the way it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And so then that, that was like that was over about ten minutes. And then so game two lasted for the rest of the round. We went to time on game two, and like it was it was it was probably one of the best games Magic have played. In that I felt like it was this was really really grindy and kind of was really back and forth. At one point yeah. he was really far ahead. At one point I was thinking shit maybe maybe I'd a scoop here. And go to game three. Try to win game three, yeah. And then, then I was like, well, I still have some game left. And I, my, my library ended up just being, like, being tiny. Um, and then uh, it was... Yeah, so I, think, so I think basically what it came down to was um, we both knew what was in each other's hands. Okay. And we, we both had Scarab Gods. And it was all about kind of coming down to the other first person. Basically, the first person to resolve a Scarab God with mana up to activate it would be just so far ahead. Because there's, like, yeah. Heroes and Moe Graveyards and a whole lot of instants and sorceries. Or just instants to, to flashback. Mm-hmm. So... So kind of as as rain is going on, I had to start playing faster just to try and get just to try and get a win out of it. So I was mm-hmm. playing faster than what I'm used to playing. So so the first mistake I made was uh, I I so I flipped this counter. Uh, so lots of lots of this kind of activations going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played it as counter. I looked at his four cards. Uh, I took Frasca's attempt to reveal Frasca's attempt and then put it in my graveyard. And then I immediately realized that that it just going to my graveyard. I had one card in my hand at this point. So I was like, oh, I called the judge over to fix it. Uh, I called the judge myself because it's like. Yeah, I made a, I made this mistake. We both me and my opponent acknowledged that I just put in the graveyard by mistake. Yeah, mm-hmm. realized straight away, uh, and then the judge came over. But basically, I just didn't want to take a card out of my graveyard, put it in my hand without a judge being there. So yeah. the judge came over, and that was yeah. fine. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I got a got a uh, got a game revitalization warning for that because it's like card in the wrong zone. Mm-hmm. Right, that's fair enough. So then, as the game went on, I I took I took a Gonti out of his graveyard uh, with a scar god. Uh, no, sorry, was that right? Yeah, so I took a Gonti out of the graveyard with a scar god. Uh, actually, it's, uh, with his Gonti, I. Took one of his scar gods and had it under the Gonti. Mm-hmm. So then I think so. I like hold all the man open at this point. I was like, all right, 
I've been chanced out to cast a Scar God with, like cast another Scar God with activation mana open to, to use it. Uh, so now when I was when I was thinking about this, I was reading on TV, I was like, oh, I can I can tap four basic islands, for, I can tap five basic islands for this because it's I can use mana of any color to cast mm. it. So I had like multiple Vasquez attempts in my hand. Uh, I think it was like I had so I had lots of basic islands, but not many basic swamps, so I could like kind of keep all my my dual lands to, mm. to, to keep them all open. So I was I was kind of do, I was kind of messing around my mana to try and find up a way to do this. But yeah. I ended up just tapping for I ended up just tapping those four lands and instead of five, and then okay. the spectator noticed it. And like in fairness. It was just a complete blunder on my end, and it was like the way the match was going. It was like so important that like the you difference were, between me having yeah, like say yeah. two activations over one activation, like seven yeah. lands or eight lands, it like, would have been huge. Yeah. So that was like I was like, yeah, that's full on just uh, a stupid mistake by me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's like that, a warning there. It made a lot, made a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so then, yeah. So, then, so I ended up I ended up winning the game on turns. I think we we're like the last. Yeah, we we're the last game going. So like it was a big crowd around us, and it was like and I was like playing like again like much faster than I was used to. But I ended up winning. That was fine. So then. Uh, I went to the next round. So, as, so what the next round play with the Supreme? Shit, yeah, that was yeah, that was the best part. So at one point he played his card God. He had a mana. He had four four man up, four yeah. lands up. So uh, this was the crux of the game. Yeah, this, this actually. Said, yeah, sorry. Yeah, this, this, God yeah, this was like the best part. And this, this part, yeah, this part where like he plays card God. He has four man up. My only answers are uh, Vraska's attempt, which if I cast it, he has priority you know, to use that, the, the activation before the spell resolves. Yeah, but also um, I Supreme Will. So I cast Supreme Will. The target is Scargod unless he pays three, so that forced him to pay three before the spell resolved, so he couldn't activate Scargod. Then when Lion tapped, I was able to kill it straight away for right. that activation, and then and that was like, and that was like that just opened the game up so much from there. So I felt like I was really far behind at that point, and that play was turned all around. Nice, um, that's really good. That was like the last card in his hand or something. Like yeah, that exactly. Something. And at that point, it was like, and I was like still as scanned in my my, yeah. my libraries against Spawner and Spawner. So then yeah. I think like when it got to turns, I was like really far ahead. Yeah, and uh, it was, and I was like, so it felt like such a great game to win, but like it was, yeah. it was so much back and forth and. At one point, I felt like there was a game where everyone would win, but it ended up coming back this way, and nice. it was pretty sick. But then I think so. I think the the rush of that maybe just completely forget that I had two game warnings. I think I definitely should have. I think when I got the warnings, I was kind of like, "Oh, they're just from stupid mistakes I made. They won't happen again." Because I yeah. rarely mm-hmm. make mistakes like that. Where I should have been like, "Shit, I got a cop on because if I get one more of those, it's game loss." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so it was, I think it was in so it was in the fifth round. I was playing against uh, Blue Black Mid Range, which was also another very grindy game. It was on game mm-hmm. three. It was that again? It was like contended around, coming to turns. I was far ahead, but I hadn't knocked it down yet, so I was playing very quickly. Uh, I think it was literally just like, well, I, yeah, so I had a Scarab God out, uh, I was bringing stuff back, I did a Scarab, Activ- Scarab, God, a Scarab God activation and a Search West Contact activation in my Oak Leap. Uh, for a Scarab God, I scryed to the bottom, and then I scryed, I scryed a Field Rune to the bottom. And for my Contact activation, I looked, I saw another Field Rune and I scryed at the bottom. And then, instead yeah, of instead of one in my graveyard, yeah, yeah. And, and it was like that, and that was. And then yeah, that, that again was, was picked up by a spectator, and like straight away, and then it was, and then I was like, oh, that's a stupid mistake. But then because it was my third stupid mistake of the same kind, in, loss, yeah, yeah in, 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 in the tournament, I got a game loss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it was, it was something that I was, I think I was frustrated. I was, I was annoyed it happened first at first, but then I mean, <laughs> it turned out that this was me two two in round five, uh, trying to go for three and two. Uh, I think I had the best breakers edited. I would have had the best breakers edited the three twos. But it still wouldn't be enough to top eight, so yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't even a win in the end. It was. Okay, it was yeah, so I was yeah. kind of. I was, in a way, I was kind of glad it happened at a point where it wasn't that important. Yeah. And yeah. like, and I, yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. was a big lesson to be like, oh yeah. Usually, you know, if you make a mistake, judge comes over, gives you game warning, you're like, oh, that doesn't matter because yeah. like it's. Yeah, I won't yeah, do this yeah. again. But like, yeah. it, it, it's like three over the course of five rounds is like is is a very small amount, and they kind yeah, of kind of very quickly like yeah yeah yeah. So like. I feel like kind of maybe the first one and the third one were just stupid mistakes, whereas the second one, like tapping for mana for Sky God, that's like oh, that's unforgivable. Like it was, yeah. that, mm-hmm. I, I was and I, I felt like I was most embarrassed about that mistake because, like, if I had like if, if it had gone unnoticed, 
I mean, I, I, there's, I imagine that I would have noticed it myself if I passed a turn and looked down a manor or something like that. Uh, or if I went to cast another spell, I would have seen, mm-hmm. oh, I would have to four for the Scarab God here. So I think, like, but if I had gone, if I had gone unnoticed and the game went on, like, it would have just given me a huge advantage yeah. of having yeah, seven, yeah. seven lands instead of eight. Mm-hmm. Or eight lands, eight lands instead of seven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in that case, so. But uh, yeah, so let that be a word of warning and don't put cards in your graveyard yeah. when you're not supposed to. No, that's... Uh, or on the bottom of your library. On the bottom of your library. library in any or... zone where they're not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah, the only game loss I've gotten was for a deck check at my first PPTQ where yeah. I think I registered 56 cards on my deck list. <laughs> <laughs> it's against you, actually. I got the game loss against you. Yeah, that was true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God. Is that Beatle, did you? Yes. Yeah. one two zero. That was just great. Yes. Yeah. I was playing green black or something, I think. And yeah. I, yeah, I just didn't write four Sullivan Advocate on my yeah. list. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't know what they looked like. They thought they were. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, 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 they were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I've uh, never had a game loss. But I've had DQ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's that the game, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Does that count as losing the game? No, I don't think match so. loss, I think. Uh, yeah. I think it does count as losing the game because you know, okay. then the, the two lads right, had to, okay, had to yeah, win. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, oh, the tree was banned from Reddit to tree was with game losses. We were such a mad bunch of bastards. We? <laughs> we were totally the bad boys of Irish magic. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, for my rounds, I played round one. I played against this Boros Path of Metal kind of combo deck. Sweet. Which was cool. My opponent had Karizev's expertise. Oh, yes. To hijack my creatures, give Even them sweeter. haste. And then that helps flip Path of Metal. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, so, that was pretty cool. Um, didn't really get to see much of what the deck could do though my opponent unfortunately just got mana screwed game one mm. and then okay. I just kind of had all the answers game two basically yeah, yeah. that's game uh, match two I played against uh, Thomas on blue white approach very good player he has won two PPTQs in the last year here oh, okay, uh, really? two war chest PPTQs yeah. Yeah. so he's currently queued for the war PTQ he was telling me so good luck if you're listening at that uh, good player uh, game one I just got approached there's nothing you can really do I didn't mm-hmm. have a, you, you can't really have that fast a start with blue black midrange yeah. uh, you know you have one supreme will in the deck or something that you can maybe yeah. get them with just didn't find it uh, that's game game two uh, I kept a medium hand then I drew lost legacy took his approaches turn three uh, this was kind of interesting because I looked through his deck I saw his win conditions he had one Gideon some regal caracals and I think like two gear hulks or something like that. That was the only way he could win the game. Mm-hmm. So then he played a Gideon. Uh, I had Sorceress Spyglass in my hand. He also had Crook of Cond- Condemnation. Uh, and I played the Sorceress Spyglass, thought about it for a while, and I named Gideon. Mm-hmm. Because basically what I was thinking was, I only have a certain amount of Raska's Contempts to kill his... They kill all his win conditions, basically. Yeah, once um, the approaches are gone. Yes, so the approaches were already out of his yeah, deck yeah. at this point. So I was like, I, so these Raskus Contempts will lock up the game if they resolve. Yeah. So I was like, I still had, I think, four of them in the deck because I, I knew he's bringing in creatures, right? Yeah. But I'm like, okay, so I I need to be able to deal with all the threats. I know there's only one Gideon, but it's already resolved. Maybe I'm not able to Raskus Contempt it. Maybe, I'm, maybe I want to save this so I can Raskus Contempt something later on. So I chose to name that with Sorcerer's Spyglass. Yeah. This ended up being a really bad mistake over the course of the game. The game went very long, and I could basically just never do anything with my Champion of Wits, never do anything with my Scarab God, uh, stuff like that for the yeah. rest of the game. I had like a commit to memory in the graveyard that I wasn't able to memory when it would have been good. You know, obviously Torrential Gear Hulk is really yeah. bad. Like, it really just was very punishing against me. Mm-hmm. And he had already had the Gideon Emblem 
from the turn he played it. So I was like, well, I actually have to get rid of the Gideon either way anyway, which oh, I didn't yeah. think about at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was at the time, I was just like, I'll just hit it with a Scarab God and kill it, basically. Yeah. At some point, it'll be fine. But just the way the game played out, um, I think I would have been way better off just naming the Crook of Con- Condemnation mm-hmm. uh, and just dealing with the Gideon later. I think that would have gone a pretty far away to locking up the game. But I was just thinking, like, I've seen all his win conditions. I can basically kill them all if I play like this. Yeah. But it just didn't work. The game went long, uh, and I ended up just losing. It was, uh, yeah, I just lost to uh, some torrential gear hulks eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my round two. Those gave me a lot to think about, certainly. Uh, round three, I believe I played against you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I played against good. played against Wolf on red-green. Mm-hmm. Um, game one, you got mana screwed. And game two, I think I just had removal every turn. Yeah, basically, pretty that much. was that was the games. Yeah, um, weren't they weren't very interesting games of Magic? No, not really. No. Um, they never run. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Then round four, I played against my friend, friend of the show, Eamon Sharpson. Indeed, on his really sweet Esper Marionette Master deck. Yeah, which is yeah. A, I believe a Conley Woods brew or uh, some uh, Conley plays it on stream. Certainly, yeah, Eamon, yeah, Eamon's yeah. been playing it for quite a while. I'm not sure where he got the original. Yeah. list. I think it was Conley Woods. Yeah, but uh, it was really sweet. Um, I lost that one in two games. I had another close decision game two at Sorcerer Spyglass. Uh, this was just the tournament of me naming the wrong thing with Sorceress <laughs> where he had Hidden Stockpile and what was the other card? Oh man, what was it? I can't remember. It was... Uh, crap, what was it? I can't remember. Well, we're, we're Esper, are we? So we're... Yeah, so what was it? It was... Um, was it a Planeswalker? Was it Liana? No, was it, it wasn't a Planeswalker. It wasn't Tezzeret. Oh man, I can't oh. remember what it was. Eamon is screaming at his. Yeah, yeah, screen. it really is. I can't, I can't remember what it was. Anyway, I named. Sorry, it was a. Uh, it was Argwell's Bloodfast. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he had both of them on the field. I was like, okay, so I have no idea to deal with this Bloodfast. He's going to draw a million cards over the course of the game. It's not likely I'm going to kill him quickly because he's going to be making tokens. But I was like, the stockpile is just too important a piece of the engine. So I was basically like, I have to name that. Um, he ended up just making a million tokens anyway, just so, with revolt triggers. So just to be clear, the hidden stockpile, if you name it with the sorcerer's spy sorcerer's spyglass, it still gets revolt triggers to make servos yeah. end a turn, <clears throat> but you can't use the one sack scry one ability. Yeah, which is his main sack outlet for yeah. the Marionette yeah. Master combo. Yeah. Uh, I ended up still just dying to the Marionette Master because he just had a bunch of treasures and Ethereum cells that he was able to just sack to themselves yeah. and okay. just kill me. Yeah. Um, but I still think I think that one was correct to naming the stockpile still, but I was thinking about that then for a long time afterwards. Then round five, uh, I played a really fun match against Blue-White Auras. Mm-hmm. It's only the second time I've played against this deck. And uh, that was that was felt quite close. It was really good. It's pretty scary to play against. Yeah. It was, a, you know, I was yeah. playing against a, t- all three games he had turned to at Adanto Vanguard. My God, that card yeah, is insane. Yeah. ridiculous card. absolutely a nightmare to deal this with. This is why Grasping Dunes is good in Monored. It's absurd. Yeah. yeah. Monored. Yeah, um, but I managed to take that one anyway. I managed to like jump Nadanto Vanguard. That was like a six four lifelinker. Yeah, with a curious obsession as well on top of it. I jumped it for like five turns in a row. I was able to just draw a million extra cards off um, Glint Sleeve Siphoners. I was yeah. just every turn I was able to play an Aether Hub and get that second energy, so it was consistent. And then I was able to play a second Siphoner, and then I was just drawing. Eventually, I was able to land a Scarab God. 
And then I was like, well, I can just chump with the Scarab God now every turn if I have to, mm-hmm. and eventually just play a million lands and then find my spot. Because I didn't want to get blown out by dive down, basically. Because yeah. I had a Vraska's Contempt already at this point, but mm-hmm. it's just so bad if it gets dive down. But then he basically got, this is game three, he got, he didn't want me to be able to take his Adorned Pouncer with Scarab God. Okay. So he just tapped out and eternalized it the first chance he could. So that was your opportunity to yeah. Vraska's Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. then I just Vraska's Contempt the, the Vanguard, and yeah. then... It was just that was game over after that because then yeah. I'm able to just bring back a chupacabra, kill the Dorn yeah, Panzer. You know, yeah. it was it was just it was just steamrolled from there. But yeah, it was really scary dealing with that two drop for like ten turns in a row or something yeah. like that. He was on like thirty five life or something. Uh, but know. like you were blocking it a lot with like death hood, like gifts, either one yeah. and stuff like that, and the, which you know then he has to pay the life, so he he's not pay. actually making that much headway with the life yeah, like not yeah. into insane levels so he was gaining two every time he had to pay basically. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. and I was losing a creature yeah, yeah not great. Really very good. <laughs> but I was drawing an extra card every turn so it was kind of okay yeah, yeah that, was, that was a really fun match I gotta say and a lovely opponent very yeah. enjoy, you know entertaining and fun yeah. to play against yeah. and stuff like that yeah. sweet yeah so that was my tournament went 3-2 was relatively happy yeah. played some Pygale Magic with uh, my oh, prize packs which is yeah. a lot of fun yeah, highly recommend that yeah and that was me We'll be jamming that at the at the GP. Oh, yeah. If anyone sees us playing some Pygo Magic, please feel yeah, free come, to yeah. come, join in. come up and join in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my tournament, I don't really want to say that much about it. Yeah, fair enough. The deck was fine. Like, yeah. Like, I flooded out. When it was bad to flood out, I got mana screwed. You know. Yeah, this deck can just flood out too. Yeah, it's, like, it's fairly yeah. inconsistent. Like, yeah. Like, obviously the branch walkers and the jade light rangers help your consistency but at the same time i found that you just end up with loads of lands in hand yeah and like obviously some of them are sheltered tickets which you can cycle away but bleh. maybe you play jun so you can play azor's gateway and loop them away um <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> yeah, i don't know about that either. yeah um you mentioned grassman dunes and sorry a while ago you mentioned grassman dunes and mono red yeah which one's grassman dunes it's a it's a desert and it taps for colorless and you can pay one and tap and sacrifice it to put a minus one minus one counter. Oh, yes, sorry. Yeah. I, I was thinking if you're Deadlands was one I think of, the one that makes black, that which is why I was better. confused when you said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that costs four mana. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's black mana. Yeah. Right, so I only backed it. <laughs> I, I, I was just kind of going back and forth in my head and like, yeah, how's that? Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So that's good against it. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes far more sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, but so. Briefly, my matchups were. Round one, it was like Bant Approach, Error Promise deck. Mm-hmm. They were fun games. Probably my only like really good interactive games of cool. the tournament. Round two was uh, Blue Black um, Control versus mm-hmm. Pablo. Just every turn countered, killed something. Yeah, um, yeah. I realized throughout the course of the tournament that Search Ross Canto is a huge problem for the deck because mm-hmm. even if you play to like somewhat, like if, if you get to a point where you have gotten the Blue Black deck down to no cards in hand and you have any kind of maybe small threat on board, normally you'd feel pretty advantaged in that spot. Like, mm-hmm. if, let's say you have a Branch Walker or something like that, um, or even a Jade Light Ranger, you'd feel pretty advantaged. But if they have a Search for Ascanta at that point, you're absolutely screwed because you can never outcard them. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I was thinking maybe Field of Ruin is something that the deck could consider, but you were saying, Kieran, that the, there are a lot of color requirements in the deck, like Jade Light Ranger yeah. is a problem, yeah. and obviously Glorybringer and Rekindling Phoenix as well. Yeah, you really just want to be curving out yeah. with these double mana spells, like pretty much... Every turn, yeah, mm. you're playing like what thrashing Brontodon as well in the sideboard. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think you just probably can't play field of run. Yeah, um, round three, as I said, was against you. Um, first game was 
yeah, non-game, and then yeah, the other yeah, game yeah. was just like yeah, you you had the answers. Yeah. And then fourth round, don't actually remember what I played against in the fourth round. I definitely played against a different deck every round. Um, I don't remember. And the fifth round, I played against uh, Esper Cycling, which that my deck just worked perfectly in that round. I just yeah, pushed yeah. it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just had, had the had the answers yeah. like game two. Uh, she tapped out on turn three for Drake Haven because usually those colors just can't beat that, hmm. um, and I just would just have infinite jump blockers for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. But then on my turn four, I played Lance Rushing Bronze and Kildare. Yes, okay. yeah, that's really pretty good. good. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're most likely going to see you playing Hazaret at the GP likely yeah yes. I'd say that's, that's great. in the top half of possibilities so yeah. we don't know if it's going to be Scrap Heap Scrangers or Carry Zevs yeah at this point yeah no yeah. not really okay yeah I tested a bit of Mono Red the other night um, yeah it seems, seems good yeah I like it it's the best act in the format I think, yeah, yeah, probably yeah it's, it's a good choice yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's that's going to be it from us this week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do see us at the GP, please come up and say hello. We should be wearing shirts. I don't think we're allowed to be topless. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll definitely be wearing shirts of some description. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll be topless uh, if I win. I wasn't to sure avoid what the plan was, like any kind of uncomfort or discomfort from uh, <laughs> from people at the venue. But uh, we should be wearing team team themed team shirts. Yeah. Team, okay. I'm done with that. With our new logo and all sorts of stuff. Yes. Um, hopefully fantastic and yeah come up and say hello um, thanks very Cannon for our theme music you can find links to his YouTube and Twitter yeah. in the show notes uh, thanks to Paddy for our new logo yeah. mm-hmm. and you can tweet at us at Skullcrack mm-hmm. you can email us skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com if you want to give any hot takes on anything that we've said yeah. here today if you're not not happy with us yeah. you can share with us if you're happy with us you can share with us yeah. uh, you can give us a review on iTunes that'd be great if anyone wants to do that we would love that yeah five stars would be great as well but Ooh. you know I'm not going to ask for that I don't think we're allowed to ask for that yeah, <laughs> yeah you are oh, you are? I listen really? to a lot of podcasts where they're like give us five stars oh yeah. Well, do then. Yeah, give us five stars then. I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> give as us many whatever, stars as you feel. Give us whatever you think is if, fair. No, even if you don't think we are five stars, it's no skin off your back to just give us five stars anyway. You well, actually if, lose if you're nothing. There. Oh, if you're there. Some people might have a, a, might have a reputation to keep up of, of, a, of a refined podcast. Oh, that's true, actually. True, yeah. true, true. Yeah, yeah. If you are one of those people, just feel free to write us whatever you want. So, yeah, that's that's going to be it from us. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. our GP prep alright this is something that came up between the conversation between me and Kieran over pints uh, after right. the War Chess PPTQ so I'm going to apologise in advance the War Chess PPTQ yeah a few weeks ago okay. Okay. so I'm going to apologise in advance to any primary school teachers who are listening to this podcast before okay. we start this so, so when we're playing just Paul yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 oh no I'm Nate yeah. oh yeah, yeah. he's a secondary yeah. school oh a secondary school yeah. and, and the ghost of Charles Stuart Parnell as well yeah okay um, yeah. We, shout out right. friend of the show <laughs> <laughs> alright so if we're so we're playing in a, in a in a Europe GP 
as okay. a team, we're going to be disadvantaged against like, if we're playing against a team of bilingual players. No, we're going to be yeah, we're going to be really disadvantaged right. if uh, if, they, oh, if they can speak one language while also well if they can communicate one language you can't understand while also being able to hear our English. Our okay. Back and forth play. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's a disadvantage. Of like, well, maybe you just have to suck it up and be like, yep, yeah, that's a disadvantage we'll have. But I remembered mm-hmm. that we are bilingual. Yeah. Or well, we probably should be after 15 years of studying Irish in school. Well, sorry, just before we jump into this. Sure. They still have to say card names. No, I mean, they, they right. can. No, they can be like this thing or whatever. Okay. They can no. just, yeah, they can yeah, just pop random, right? Suppose. Which is what we're going to do. All right. I so, understand yeah. a bit of Spanish yeah. would be grand. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. But uh, how much Irish understands? So this is. All right, so you know, I'll, I'll, there are these first five questions. Myself and Kieran, we try to talk through these uh, in the pub, and we struggled a lot. Like oh, I, was, I was not, I was not strong at Irish yeah. in school. Okay, yeah, I was Irish. Yeah, I, I was very bad, but I never realized how bad it was until I started trying to do these. Okay. All right, so we is were, this comprehension? Or no, we're, we're just going to so basically, right, using right, you know how to count to ten? Yeah, you can well, fifteen. <laughs> Jesus, I don't don't know if I do. Well, Hindo tree character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. back to me. Came back. Fifteen. All right. So, so we got. So we can just like refer to a card by saying the convert mana cost and the color. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go. Yeah. All right. All you right. know what white is? Bon. Right. You know what blue is? Gurm. Do you know what red is? Derek. That's much better than what we did. Yeah. It All is right. Actually, is How it? about black? Uh, dove. Oh, we, we struggled so much on black. Yeah, yeah. We right. Actually, it was very embarrassing. And then we're like, oh, yeah, Dove Lynn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I actually said it's Ed Wooberger, but uh, green then. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> green is um, uh, gloss. Yeah, gloss. gloss. That's, All right. the, that's yeah, the one yeah. I was forgetting. Yeah, so we, we can say color. Uh, so one of those colors and uh, number. And then I was like, that's, that's like a way of like, if, if we want to say. When you say number, do you mean number like the the... Generic mana cost, or do you mean the total? I mean, convert, 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 convert mana, mana cost. So let's you say, say like a Hain gloss gloss. You know? Yeah, for Jayla Ranger. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's right. Yeah, yeah, that's better. That is actually that's better. Yeah. Three gloss gloss. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. three gloss. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's like to like play Ranger's creature or use that creature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. And instead of having the point, this is this is where we get our edges. All right. So more, more Irish phrases. Well, we're giving away the edge now. <laughs> well, we, we already we talked talk in great detail about the decks we're playing and the, and the sideboard uh, choices. So it's like that's going to happen anyway, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, so, like, it's <laughs> maybe some people can speak basic Irish. All right, your creature is Oskelga. Creator, creator, creator. It's actually not creator. Is it? Cre- no. It's a. It's a. Well, I'll say it. I think creator. Yeah, creator. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Oh, I'm gonna say this wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a box of this. But it's a. Creation. Creation. It ends no one end. Creation. Crayon. Crayon. Yeah. But Creator is better. We'll just say Creaton. Alright. Okay. Um right. Artifact. No chance. No, yeah. No. Okay. Eamon Sharpson is gonna be losing his mind at this. He's a good right. door, by the way. Bloodfast. Alright, so sorcery. Now there's already an artwork for sorcery, but sorcery. I can't even remember what like magic is. Yeah. Yeah, see I was gonna say magic is like I think it was the name of one of workbooks in school was was this name. Oh yeah. Oh um, wow! Um, fuck lore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, Dreoct. Dreoct, yeah. yeah. Dreoct. Yeah. That's a great word. Yeah. Dreoct. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Dreoct. Dreoct is definitely right? what it should yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't read my. I also can't read my own handwriting. Okay, let okay. alone read another language. Right. All right. Uh, instant. 
Getobin. Yeah, Getobin. Is it actually Getobin? No, it's not Getobin. close enough. Yeah, sorry. Um, all right. That'll do it for the G field. Yeah, Getobin is, is, yeah, is... As we can say, Getobin and then like a... a, a for, a non, for a non-Irish listener, Getobin just means suddenly. In yeah. Irish. yeah. <laughs> One of the most overused phrases in uh, basic writing yeah. essays. Because <laughs> Getobin... I'm going to have a nice dramatic story with lots of twists and turns, so every sentence has to begin with Getobin. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, so all right, so let's say let's go in actual scenarios, right? So Kieran's playing his deck. Okay. Uh, his chalice for his chalice of void out for one. Yeah. Uh, but his opponent's about to play one mana spell, and he's about to forget his trigger. So how okay. do we say chalice of the void to him? Oh my god! Uh, what was artifact again? Yeah, uh, Let's say Copon. Yes, that's close enough, right? Copon. What darkness in Irish? Well, you can say the darkness. Ooh, I don't know darkness. Well, you can say uh, like void is also like null or zero. Okay. Or none. Don't zero or none. No. Well, zero is well. No. Neil is kind of negative. Neil Lane. Yeah. yeah. Nod. Coupon. Neil Lane. Coupon. Coupon. The nod. Aaron Morcha. Like, nod. <laughs> yeah. Coupon the nod. Okay. Coupon. Coupon. Coupon the nod. Okay. All right. So Wolf has he has uh, he is um, hazard out with all other creatures he's about to attack into his opponent. His opponent has four basic planes untapped. We want to warn him about settle the wreckage. Oh God! Uh, ah, here this is <laughs> right. But... It's like, yeah, okay. Well, you know what? Beaches, like, there's a beach in art, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's what's beach in Irish? We we could say uh, beach is traw. Yeah, yeah. And we could say um, what's boat? Bod, bod, air and traw. That's great. <laughs> but okay, boat on yeah, the beach. Yeah, boat on the beach. It's, yeah. it's also very likely that you're going to swing a whole lot of creatures into five on top basic planes, but. Very unlikely, yeah. 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 <laughs> what if I have two cards in hand? I'm about to swing. Ooh, oh, then we just say, uh, what was the name of the guy? Uh, Yam. <laughs> Yam Wing Chun? Yam That's not Irish. Yeah. <laughs> on Yam, no. Uh, all right. All right, so I'm, so, uh, I'm very drawn. My opponent plays, uh, uh, fetch, uh, fetches a Scalding Tarn, goes, gets a basic island, and casts Serum Visions. Okay. You want to warn me that there might be playing Blood Moon, or a Blood Moon, Blood Moon might be on the way. Oh, what's... Uh, Oh my god. No blood. I don't know blood. It's a cool name. Ishka Jarek. Ooh, Ishka. That's perfect. Ishka Jarek is much better than what I ever heard. Gallic Fuller is uh, his blood movie. Yeah, Gallic Fuller? Yeah, but Ooh, Ishka. that's good. Spooky. Spooky. Yeah. Alright, uh, Kieran can easily play around days, but uh, he doesn't. He's not. He, he can play play around it, but he's about to not play okay. around days. Okay, okay. Okay, Base, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It's like kind of tired. Shock, tired. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like I said, how do you tell him to play around Force of Will? Oh, um, oh, I've no idea. This, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I did know the word for will in Irish once, or like, like a person's will, yeah. I, I, I might be getting all these wrong, by the way, if anyone who speaks Irish is listening. Yeah, this. like, <laughs> what I agree to correct yeah. us, but all that matters is that we oh, understand each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so force it at all. The whole. Tull, T-H-O-I-L. I mean, that includes well, the word force, so... Force, yeah, force, yeah. 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 And then it's like, you know, you, you can't play around force, force will. It. How do you play around force will? Just don't cast any spells. Don't okay. say first. You can bolt them to one. Yeah. You just cabal therapy. That's the best way. Oh, yeah, that's better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, Charity course is Australia. <laughs> This is so difficult, Val. I know course is corset. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's carta corset. Carta corset. Carta corset. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right, and finally, my opponent uh, has played a Seagram Ghost. My opponent in, in, in modern day Seagram yeah. Ghost and Serum okay. Missions. Yeah. So I turn to Kieran and say, how does Ad Nauseam work? 
um, a niche August a niche. No, how does it work? Can you describe how it works in Irish? I thought that was clever. Even that's pretty good actually. Can I describe how ad nauseum works? No, in Irish. No, no. I can't. That's terrible. I got it's a C uh, in ordinary Irish. Okay, but uh, it's how does it work in English? Uh, you uh, re- you draw cards and lose life until you decide to stop. But in the modern you can't game, yeah. the game, you put yeah. lab maniac into play and then you draw cards. Well, you have Wait, to, how the whole combo race. works? Yeah, well, you, to, it's, it's, you want to know how the card works or the whole combo? Yeah, the whole combo. I don't use it. It's matchup. Okay, you play. Uh, you play an effect that makes you not be able to lose the game, such as split second. Uh, or what's the second, second card? Uh, Angel's Grace. Angel's Grace. Oh, yeah. sure. Angel's yeah, Grace, where yeah. you play Phyrexian on life. Yeah, okay. okay and then right. uh, you draw your whole deck. Yeah. And then you play Lightning Storm, hold priority, and pitch all the lands in your deck to kill them. Oh, right. Well, not all of them, just enough to kill them. Yeah. yeah. And you can't, you can't pitch lands back if they hold priority. Well, you can, but then they'll just pitch lands back again. Well, what if. Oh, yeah. And you're not going to have more because you exactly. they have their hand. entire deck in okay. hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, in Australia, I'm not sure how it's going to say. Is it a niche or a niche? A niche. Well, a niche ad, ad nauseum again and again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. So, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. I, I also learned about ad nauseum. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think I played against it literally once. <laughs> yeah, you basically just have to kill them before turn five. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, yeah. That, that could happen. That's yeah. fine. Cool. Yeah. You can All keep right. them off lands, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But right. then their Lotus Petal comes off suspend. And oh, yeah. Seems very high. It's not that nonsense. Yeah. And then, yeah, they usually have alternate win conditions with Lab Maniac as well. Yeah, be down with it. You know, if you lay not in the sanctity <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, we leave it there. We are sorry for all those words we said wrong. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Hopefully at least the ad nauseum explanation was... You know, <laughs> was, was uh, <laughs> can bang on that much at least. Uh, Maybe that'll yeah. become like uh, like vernacular among the Irish magic community for ad nauseum. The Anish Dogs and Anish Dogs and Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for us. Bye. Sloan? Yes. <laughs>